This program is in partnership with Open and Clear Broadcasting. Don't miss the call. Join the revolution of the evolving perspective of an awakened consciousness. Are you ready? Join the community at openandclear.com. version of Ho'oponoono, the practice of giving and receiving of love. As you may have heard of Ho'oponopono, this practice revived to its original edition is a little different than the famous version of Ho'oponopono. Developed by an original Limerian on the continent of Mu, Ho'opono'ono was his gift of a technique that he was taught by the universal spiritual universe, the development and awakening to the balance of all universal systems and the awakening of what ultimately is the self of God. To learn more, please visit www.openandclear.com. Isn't it true? I just enjoyed a little bit of Lynn talking about suffering and how, you know, you don't have to be suffering. It doesn't really associate to pain as we like to think it does. My wife has been watching a lot of these shows that thrive on drama, you know, reality shows. And while they have their different takes and their different personalities on it, they kind of all have their similarities and it somehow involves a lack of awareness and as as much as I think how fun it would be to have a reality show with some real enlightened people it would probably be kind of a boring show because it doesn't have the opportunity to thrive on drama as it seems so important in our lives so I was watching some of these shows with her, and it's interesting how people can be want about something like Christianity, but it's the person, not the Christian part, but uh, ha- also be, you know, so against things like psychics and voodoo stuff, and then 
on the other hand, uh, I mean, like, deathly afraid of it, saying, no, I'm not even going to talk about it, not even going to go there, that's, that's devil's work, it's devil's this, devil's devil, devil. And then on the other hand, you know, hold such grievances to against someone that uh, interrupted a conversation at one time. <laughs> and uh, I, I know people are individuals, but claiming to be Christian and not applying forgiveness, which seems to me the fundamental essence of all Christianity, it's, it, it somehow gets construed about this war against against devil's work and uh, as as much as it would be frightening if someone's head is turning around all the way around and they're puking for hours and <laughs> you need to do these demonic exorcisms and <laughs> and as as much as that that would be terrifying if it actually happened somewhere outside of movies and imagination uh, it, it's not the fundamental reason to be a part of any religion. And as much as it might be a motivation to find something that can support you, uh, as far as my part of, in Christianity, uh, it's, it's about forgiveness and love. I, I don't see why all of a sudden, you know, in, people can have these two faces uh, one way and one way another. So maybe you see, you know, people in your life like this, and as much as we want to say it's them, right, that they're having these two-faced, uh, <laughs> saying they're one thing that is for this and that and love and peace, and then they're they're over there, you know, <laughs> completely resenting and upset about some of the the most stupid stuff, you know. It's it's interesting. So maybe we can, you know, actually apply this to examples. Perhaps you have someone that you you feel like, you know, you've been doing this Ho'opono Ono technique, or you've been doing this applying love and forgiveness, and it's still, you know, when you finally get into the moment, you're like, Ho'opono, no, no, you didn't, bit, you know, and it, it kind of construes and changes into something else. And you kind of use it against someone. Oh, I'm being loving and you're not, you know. And I, I'm being a good Christian and you're not, you know. I'm doing it right and you're not. And it seems so prevalent and easy and natural to, to do something like this, to be like this. Um, it, to perceive someone else with problems, you know, and and of course, you know better. You're you're wiser and you're smarter. You've been to you, you, you like that. Ho'opono, no, no, you didn't. <laughs> like, got to got to smack the fingers as well. Thanks, Jason. And the experience of what this forgiveness process is involves you know it involves you as much as we think it's about someone else we we like to make it about someone else about who we're doing this process about or who we're doing this process for or with and it's not actually done when you think you're doing it actually with or about someone else you're not actually doing it yet so it's if there was some sort of certification in this process, which may come about someday, 
then you have to come to recognize as a requirement of being able to do this is that it even though you're using the symbols of your projected ideas of people and having just major grievances or against them or resentments of, of some sort or anything it's still the responsibility is within myself and it really is done within myself and I'm forgiving something within myself and I'm simply doing this within myself now even this definition of what a self is is goes the changing and shifting and through this practice will be manipulated and yet uh, regardless of where you're at the sense of responsibility of saying you know I will go I will do these things I will apply this forgiveness and this love above all else is really what they all have to offer what they all have to teach us and as much as we think it, it's actually about them, they are an opportunity. They are a wonderful opportunity uh, to recognize this offense within myself, this irritation, this lack of forgiveness, this resentment within myself. And I can use that, utilize that as them, putting them in the position of being very helpful, very supportive of your spiritual journey. That if you do look at it in this fashion, then you can use that as a support, as if they're somewhat of a savior to your perspective. And so as we're, we're shifting our ideas of transformation and what the world really has to offer, when you are getting into this spiritual practice, maybe you've been doing it for plenty of years, and you seem to still be conceptually grasping it. You might be able to communicate about it in a very wonderful level and a, a, a level that people can understand. And you might actually, you might not recognize it, but you, you probably see that other people are, are actually applying what you're teaching and yet you still aren't yet. <laughs> Like there's this interesting level about this, these practices that, especially when it's a technique, that the, someone else is always doing it wrong. <laughs> someone else isn't applying it right. And, you know, you, the, you need to teach them better. You need to tell them differently. You need, and it's, it's much like our mind uses it just like any other thing, any other story. Well, I need to teach you I need to teach you how to do this right. And we come to find out after we do finally learn it that we were simply teaching what we had to learn. And we often don't recognize uh, it because, you know, we have yet to actually learn that to apply it is to actually have no reason to teach it anymore. You know, when you actually recognize someone as whole and complete, you have no one to forgive. You, you can't find something in them that needs to be fixed or rearranged or completed or changed because you actually are applying it to yourself. 
So we use these other people that we want to fix as examples of where we can apply it and in ourselves. Uh, it really has nothing to do with them. And we can use this symbol, you just use it, just recognize that, you know, it's okay to call it as if it's actually happening, that they actually did this and actually did that. And, you know, it's perfect right where you're at. You know, you don't actually have to be in the revelation of recognizing that it's all about you. But uh, uh, you will be. You will get there eventually regardless of where you're at now. You will uh, start to learn this lesson that you actually do and are seeking to teach. So, you know, it seems as if it seems as if we can use this idea and figure out how this obviously isn't right and doesn't actually work and so on. But if we did apply it and truly get in down deep into this recognition that what we offer the world and what we give to the world, even say our perceptions, is something that we're giving back or that we're getting back. And if that is just how I perceive my brother, how I perceive my friend, how I perceive my enemy, uh, I, I am literally receiving that perception as if they are actually that way. You know, it's actually happening. It's an actual occurrence. They really are this total beep kind of a person. And it, it seems justified. And so this enlightenment process, this forgiveness process, spiritual awakening, is a readjusting of our perceptions of what is occurring. And it does seem as if it's all coming at us and we're kind of alone in our own little perceptual universe. Uh, but <laughs> when we do get down deep into this, we recognize that these thoughts occur, that there's a, a recognition of a certain type of thoughts, certain type of something happening in our minds that is a little different than the normal thoughts that we have every day of words and symbols, that these thoughts actually happen previous to what then we see in the world as its reflection. So we actually start recognizing that our mind, you can say, as you're coming into it, seems to know the future. But it's actually the image of the world and the spiritual universe is actually reflecting back to you on what you believe and think you believe in, in the occurrence of the world. So it seems as if, you know, the world is somewhat upside down and backwards from what is actually occurring. So it does, does <laughs> helpful techniques such as this Ho'oponu'ono are eye-opening to those who this stuff is new to. And it's definitely easy to share. It's something wonderful to share with others. And it's, it's easy to do. You know, you can... You can actually just apply this technique so simply and you know everybody wants love to be true everybody wants to feel love everybody wants to be happy everybody wants you know what it takes and sees how noble it is to be grateful and to forgive and to trust and 
you know. So I'm sure it, it will go over well if you were going to share this. So let's find in our minds someone that we might have sort of a resentment or a grievance towards. And it might be obvious, it might not. Let's just simply have someone that in our minds we see maybe they're two-faced, maybe they say they're one thing and they're not actually Christ-like or something, which, you know, their heart's in it and yet actually applying it seems to be difficult for them. And, you know, it's just, it's just a symbol, really, and we're not concerned if it's actually true or not, but we want to be honest with our perceptions of them. We want to be honest that we see a two-faced thing. We see maybe you're into A Course in Miracles and you see people that are saying one thing and they come to you in some emotional disaster and then they say how they're enlightened the next day and all this stuff. And you might see something like that. Uh, it's, it's really interesting regardless if it's happening. If you associate it to your perceptions, that how could you be aware of such a thing like being two-faced without having this two-facedness definition within you. So let's find a person, just a symbol, a representation of what this is. And we want to eventually forgive and release the perceptions of this. You know, we want to forgive and release the perceptions of this even being possible. You know, we want to quite literally train our minds to not see this happening anymore. Regardless if it is happening, we want to forgive it in a fashion where we wouldn't know if it's happening or not. Being somewhat innocent in this perception of what's occur <clears throat> what seems to be occurring. Be sure to try to relax as much as possible. Wind down. See them sitting in front of you. Looking in each other's faces. And as you're about to apply this technique, The idea of coming three to six feet above your head as a higher self aspect of you, looking down on them and yourself.
I forgive you. Mm -hmm. I forgive you. Mm -hmm. I thank you. Mm -hmm. I thank you. Mm -hmm. I trust you. Mm -hmm. I trust you. Mm -hmm. I love you. Mm -hmm. I love you. Mm -hmm. I choose to know you as perfect. Mm -hmm. I choose to know you as perfect. Mm -hmm. I choose to see you at peace. Mm -hmm. I choose to see you at peace. Mm -hmm. I choose to feel you as love. Mm -hmm. I choose to feel you as love. Mm -hmm. accept full responsibility of my perceptions of the world and all of these people. I claim it unto myself to heal the world. I am you. As this seems like a very superficial technique, it is working down deep 
You're attempting to apply it quite literally to synapses in your brain and these neural net that has been choosing certain types of perceptions of ways and seeing the world. And you're applying all the attributes of what a caring, compassionate mind would perceive. You have this, you know, apologetic, which naturally, you know, you're, you're expressing this essence of being apologizing, apologetic, and saying that, you know, I misinterpreted the perceptions of the world. I misinterpreted how it is actually going on here. And you're forgiving them as much as forgiving yourself of this misperception. Then you're grateful for it. It's a natural occurrence after you forgive resentments and grievances honestly to have this sense of gratitude for it, recognizing a higher purpose, a greater, a greater reason for its existence. This sense of trust that's applied is a trust beyond what you see that you know you don't completely understand why this is happening you you're really enveloped in it you know you're thinking this world is real so we want to we just bring this sense of trust that you know god's within this somehow that there i'm being guided in these lessons that i have to learn and i'm applying it and then this bringing in the presence of love and having this compassion for each other and, and loving, finding that essence of love. And as, as there's many different ways of applying it, this is kind of that congealing of those, uh, that neural net of making it more acceptable and how we want it to be. And then the ability to choose something differently. It's like, no, I'm, I'm choosing a different synapsis in my mind. I'm, I'm choosing a different way of seeing. I'm choosing a, a new perception. And, and I, I'm grateful for the relationship and the way it was uh, now, seeing that it had a better reason for existing. And now I am willing to see it differently, willing to feel it differently, willing to know it differently. And uh, this rounding it up there with the responsibility, accepting that the whole reason you're applying this isn't for someone else, isn't about someone else, even though that will naturally reflect in the world. But the actual occurrence is this responsibility accepting that it is in me, that I have a decision for heaven that is needed to be made by me, not by anyone else, not by any other situation, that I can bring peace to this situation if I honestly made the decision for it. And to actually have the manifestation of the experience is just absolutely remarkable. So there's a lot of different ways to apply this and to see this, but as you can understand and as you can see, that essentially you're applying it to the same thing regardless of how many different variations of application you use. You don't actually, and you never have, seen beyond your mind, even while the imagery seems to give back 
a very relevant and justified understanding of someone else having a free will or some other thing being separate from you. And you can even feel them with these sensations of the body in itself being another representation of the exact same thing in which you're feeling or the other one that you're feeling. You can taste it, you can smell it, you can hear it. And it's a wonderful way of representing this 3D time scenario of experience unfolding. It's pretty remarkable. It does take some intense determination and support and joining together with others to find this recognition, to really truly finding this recognition of what reality consists of. And while you're still on the fence of this experience, it will seem as if you can see two worlds at once and you're having these really big ahas and recognizing it for yourself that you know it's all a representation of your mind it's all one essence of this mind and it's pretty phenomenal as you go through it yet it is through that application in which it does become very prevalent so this technique is just another helpful way of applying all essentially the same truth let's do a quick version as we do every now and then that you might have just dealt with someone just heard someone maybe it is someone that's irritating you on one of these programs and you're watching these dramas and you're just like oh how can you be so dumb what is this Just recognize that this perception remains within you and then apply it as much as possible, feeling what it really means to say these things, not just with words, but from the heart. Oh, got baby Link joining us now. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I forgive you, I forgive you, I thank you, I thank you, I trust you, I trust you, I love you, I love you. I choose to know you as perfect, I choose to know you as perfect, I choose to see you at peace, I choose to see you at peace, I choose to feel you as love. I choose to feel you as love. <sighs> I accept the responsibility for this perception and the healing of it. Mm. I am you. Thank you, God. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Spirit. Thank you for being here. Thank you, Self. Thank you for teaching us. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
You have been listening in on the revived technique and examples of Ho'oponoono, developed over 200,000 years ago on the continent of Mu by an original Limerian shaman. To learn more, please visit www.openandclear.com. Request a free copy of the Ho'oponoono practice PDF by emailing openandclear at gmail.com. Thank you for joining with us and have a beautiful day.